1: Somebody's phone, somebody's phone. Please mute your phone. Please mute your phone. Give honor to God and all the saints, thanking God for each and every one of you, thanking God for the land of the living, thanking God to be able to come together and praise his name. We we have a great night planned. We're looking at our prayer tonight. New things the enemy cannot stop. New things the enemy cannot stop. That's our prayer. We're continuing with the study of Exodus uh, Exodus Bible knowledge. What were the 10 plagues of Egypt? What were the 10 plagues of Egypt? We'll be taking a look at that as we study uh, the book of Exodus. We looked at the burning bush and we looked at uh, uh, Moses parts the Red Sea and how God did his miracle. And now we're gonna learn, this is all from the book of Exodus. What were the 10 plagues of Egypt? So we'll take a look at that. We'll open up with prayer. Everybody is welcome to pray. Um, I'll let Pastor Ben open us up with prayer and I'll probably close us in prayer today. Uh, Pastor Ben and then Wahida and then Ann. Ann, I'd like you to participate. Okay, Pastor Ben, you want to open us up in prayer? Pastor Ben, could you put a special prayer in for Wahida's daughter? And then Ann Baker, can you put a, a prayer in for them?
2: Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, most of them are going unlock our shoes, our fortress, our hiding place, our conqueror, almighty God, great, you are mighty, you are excellent, you are perfect, you are alive, you are dependable, you are trustworthy, our healer, our deliverer, our refuge, our hiding place. You've been there for us, you never leave us, you never forsake us. As you were said, and what you always, even to the end of the age, we thank you for your power that's available, we thank you for your grace, for your love, for your mercy, we thank you for your loving kindness, we thank you for your tender mercy. Crowning us with loving kindness and tender mercy. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. Be exalted forever in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. You are our daddy. We adore you. We worship you. We magnify name for what you have in stock. He said, I know the thoughts that I have towards you. They are thoughts of good, not of evil, to lead to expected end. We well, thank you. We we'll give you praise, we we'll give you glory, we we'll give you honor. You said, In your word, you have not given us over unto death, and death has no dominion over us, but you have come to give us abundant life. We well, thank you for the abundant life you have prepared for us. We well, thank you for keeping us safe and and guiding us for, thank you for what you have in store for us today. Be exalted forever in the name of Jesus. You have been said in all things, give thanks for this is your will concerning us in Christ Jesus. We thank you for what you are doing, for what you're going to do in our lives. We give a praise, be exalted forever in the name of Jesus. And Father, I lift the prayer light to the throne of grace. At your presence. Yes, we ask for your presence even in this prayer line today. Manifest your power. I pray for signs and wonders. I pray for your miracle. I pray for your hands of deliverance. I pray for your healing hands upon anyone that you seek. I pray for the glory that you show yourself strong on our behalf. We say every power assigned against anyone. You say your assignment is canceled. We'll break your power. We'll render your power powerless in the name of Jesus. Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, our Savior, our Deliverer. Glorify your name even in this place. As the word says, Yes, the head is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and those that dwell therein. For he has founded it upon his established upon the floors. Who shall ascend to the east of the Lord, or who shall stand in the holy place? He that has an appeal heart, who has not lifted up his soul to vanity no soul, and swan the he shall receive the blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is the generation of them that seek and that seek that face with so you and lift up your heads, O oh, ye gates. And be lift up ye everlasting doors and the king of glory shall come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, even lead them up ye everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come, in. even to this place, even into this prayer line, and sanctify, sanitize it. And who is this king of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of Glory. Yes, Lord Jesus Christ, glorify your name. Even in this prayer line today, glorify your name. I will pull down every stronghold of the enemy and will destroy every works of the devil as signs against anyone be destroyed now in the name of Jesus Christ. my God have your way move mightily let your mighty power walk even in this planet today that your name be glorified we vow to give you all the glory Again, we declare anyone being tormented, be set free now in the name of Jesus. Your power of deliverance So go through their bodies now. The resurrection power to go through their bodies now. The blood of Jesus Christ will flow through their veins now. In the name of Jesus Christ, we bring the resurrection power. Let to resurrect their bodies. They want to bring a life. their bodies in the name of Jesus, God. I declare victory in the name of Jesus. Thank you, blessed Father. We give all the praise. We give all the glory. Meets are met. Supernaturally.
1: In the name of
2: Jesus, God. Yes, I declare, your spirit of stress, you are destroyed. Your demonic attack, you are destroyed. Your power from the pit of hell, you are destroyed. Your assignment is canceled. Jesus Christ is Lord. And our Savior, our healer is Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, blessed be your name forever. We thank you for what you want to accomplish even the life of everyone, even on this line, to the glory of God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen, amen, and amen. Thank you. Okay, Wahila? Yeah, Father
0: God, I give you praise. I give you thanks. I honor you. I cherish you. I believe in you. I know that you is my one and only God. I bless you. Oh, Father, you know what's going on in my neighborhood, in my life, spiritual warfare. It's not getting better. I'm asking you to go to stop it. Look, all my children are being been taken over by these these negative people and sickness are being put upon them and you know the truth, Father. You know what's going on. I ask you to to shield us, protect us, guide us, keep these evil people away from us. And please, Father, please let all my daughter tips come back negative because I know and you know what was done to her. And um, it's not your sickness. So, Father, please, I'm asking you, I don't want her to stay in that hospital for stuff to happen to her because I see so many had happened to, to me and my son, and I don't want that, Father. Please, please save her protect her, and bring her home safe. And I ask for protection for everybody, the, the TI community, and people that are not awake, that don't know what's going on. And for these people that are doing these evil things to people, please, Father... Please put a stop to it. Change these people. Put a stop. Let this thing come to an end. This is really, really, really evil and bad. And I feel so scared. I'm home and my daughter at the hospital, she has been getting an attack in bed. I lie in her bed last night and I got so many attacks, hit on shielding. I could hear them. And... Father, she is trying her best, you know, to live and, and do good and do her work and go to school. She has testimonies. So please, Father, please let everything be negative and let her come home tonight from that hospital. I love you
1: and I believe in you. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen. Thank you, God. Ann, you want to say a prayer? Anne? Ann? I don't know. She's Anne. Heavenly Father, we come before you to worship and adore you, Lord. We just give you all the praise and the glory. We thank you, God, for you being God. God, we bring before you my sister or either her daughter. God, we ask you for a special hedge of protection over her. We come against every spirit trying to torment, harm, injure, or make her sick. In the name of Jesus, God, we know the word tells us that you are the God of miracles. You are the God of impossible. Whatever plan that is to harm that child, to use as a medical experiment or any other thing, any eugenic plot and plan, we send that plan to the pit of hell in the name of Jesus. We send that plan to be scattered in the name of Jesus. We rebuke it. We send it back to the pit of hell. Every single plan of Satan, including the targeted individual program, we send it back to the pit of hell, we decree and declare that this program, this eugenics program, human research program, untimely death program, all these witchcraft programs that are disguised as eugenics, disguised as uh, obstruction of justice. We bind them, rebuke them, we send them back to the pit of hell. They are decreed and ordered to be scattered through the blood of Jesus Christ. They are not of God. We decree and declare that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. God's will will be done on this earth and God's under God's abundant love. We live under peace, love, good health, prosperity. Everything that God created this earth for shall be or come to pass. The plot and plans of Satan we decree and declare shall be destroyed. Every ritual they've done to have the power that they have to to usurp authority, to retard civilization, to retard the laws. In the name of Jesus, it is rebuked. The blood of Jesus is against it. I don't care what kind of rituals they did, we bind it, we rebuke it, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood of Jesus is against every ritual that these demons can have to have the amount of power they have. We threw the blood of Jesus over our governing structures. We stand on God's word that we are governed by the most high God, that every law will be uh, in in accordance with the Ten Commandments, in accordance to God's will. We plead the blood of Jesus over demons trying to get in government positions to retard law and order to have work of Satan done. We bind and rebuke the spirit of spiritual ignorance in our leadership. We bind it up, we rebuke it, we decree and declare that our leaders will be spiritually aware and enlightened and know what these demons are trying to use with our governing structures. We plead the blood of Jesus on the executive branch of government, the blood of Jesus on the judicial branch of government, and the blood of Jesus on the legislative branch of government. We plead the blood of Jesus that Satanists will be yanked out. They will be exposed. We stand on Ephesians 5.11. Take no part in the works of darkness. Rather, expose them that each and every demon force in the top positions will be yanked out through God's people coming together and doing what they have been assigned to do. Heavenly Father, we praise and worship your name. We ask you, God, to lead this Bible study. Let us leave here with information and knowledge we did not have previously. Bless my sister Anne, Heavenly Father. Give her the strength to come back and pray with us, God. She's been with us so long, over 10 years we've been praying together. And I pray, you, Heavenly Father, for divine intervention. Anne used to love to pray. I ask you, God, to send her back. Let her get back praying with us. I bind and rebuke that demonic attack on her right now. In the name of Jesus, I I plead the blood of Jesus over her. I plead the blood of Jesus over my sister, Wahida's daughter. God, you did it for Wahida's son. You'll do it for the daughter. You'll cover them. You'll keep them in the name of Jesus, Heavenly Father. Let them use this time to begin to pray to Heavenly Father. let um, um, advance the communications between Wahida and her children, Heavenly Father. Let her be able to use this forum to, to enlighten them about God's power and his, and the need for prayer. Cover that home in Jesus' name. God, we thank you as the holidays come. God, we thank you for you, Heavenly Father. We thank you, God, for giving, for bringing us through another year. God, although this was a horrific year with what happened to my mother, but I give you the praise and the glory, God, that I'm still standing. I'm here. I ask you, God, to protect her, Heavenly Father, to have her with you, Lord, and let her know that she is loved and missed. Heavenly Father, ask you, Lord, to just use her as the angel you created her to be. And for all of those we lost, Heavenly Father, targeted individuals, may they be used, Heavenly Father, as angels on on this earth to stop the plan of Satan, Heavenly Father. Please, dear God, I ask you for divine intervention to stop hospital killings, stop eugenics, stop the assaults on particularly vulnerable population, our babies and our elders. Protect them, Heavenly Father. God, we worship you. We adore you. We magnify your holy name. I thank you, God. For all you've done, all you're going to do. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Okay. So tonight we're going to look at, Um, I was supposed to call in some more people, but I don't know, Facebook is not letting, now Facebook is a new thing. I don't know, Facebook before was letting me call people in and now I can't. But we'll move forward, and I'll check that out uh, another time. We're looking at new things that the enemy cannot stop. This is a prayer. We're reading from Earth-Moving Prayers, Pray Until Miracles Happen, Um, the Authority Chapters. We have Mark. uh, It acts for Mark 10. Mark 10, verses 46 to 52, and um, Isaiah 40, 29 to 31. Mark 10, 46 to 52 says, and they came to Jericho, and he's as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people, Blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And many changed him that he should hold his peace. But he cried the more a great deal. thou son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man, saying unto him, Be of good comfort, rise. He called thee. And he, casting away his garment, he rose and came to Jesus. And Jesus answered and said unto him, What wilt thou I should do unto thee? The blind man said unto him, Lord, that I may receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way. Thy faith has made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. Amen. That's a, one of our chapters, of, uh, one of our verses of authority for new things that the enemy cannot stop. So that was definitely one of God's miracles. Then we'll take a look at Isaiah, another uh, few scriptures that have been recommended with this prayer. Isaiah. forty verses 29 to 31 and it says he giveth power to the faint and to them that have no might he increases strength even the youth shall faint and be weary and the young man shall utterly fail fall but they that wait upon the lord they shall renew their strength they shall mount up with wings as eagles They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Be strong and know there are new things that the enemy cannot stop. And that's what we want to make sure we tap into. Another scripture of authority is, uh, okay, Isaiah 43, 18, 19. Isaiah 43, verses 18 and 19, let's take a look. Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth, shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Those are God's promises. Of new things that the enemy cannot stop. He said, I will make a way even in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. God, we thank you. One more second Kings chapter two. two. Kings two. Oh, verses one to fifteen. And it came to pass, when the Lord would take up Elijah into heaven by a whirlwind, that Elijah went with Elisha from Gilgal. And Elijah said unto Elisha, Tarry here, I pray thee, for the Lord has sent me to Bethel. And Elisha said unto him, As the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. So they went down to Bethel. And the sons of the prophets that were at Bethel came forth to Elisha and said unto him, Knowest thou that the Lord will take away thy master from thy head today? And he said, Yes, I know it. Hold your peace. And Elijah said unto him, Elisha, tarry him, tarry here. I pray thee, for the Lord has sent me to Jer- Jericho. And he said, As the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. So they came to Jericho, and the sons of the prophet that where Jericho came to Elisha and said unto him, knowest thou that the Lord will take away thy master from thy head today? And he answered, yes, I know it. Hold your peace. And Elijah said unto him, oh, I read that. Okay. And Elijah said unto him, pray, I pray thee, for the Lord has sent me, me As the Lord liveth and as thy soul liveth, I will not lose thee. And they went, two went on. And 50 men of the sons of the prophet went and stood to view afar off, and they, too, stood by Jordan. And Elijah took his mantle and wrapped it together and smoked the waters, and they were divided so that they, too, went over on dry land. So Elijah divided waters, too. Amazing. And it came to pass when they were gone over that Elijah said unto Elisa, Asked, what I shall do for thee before I be taken away from thee. And Elijah said, I pray thee, let a double portion of thy spirit be upon me. And he said, thou hast asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if thou see me when I am taken from thee, it shall be unto thee. But if not, it shall not be so. And it came to pass, as they still went on and talked, that behold, there appeared a chariot of fire and horses of fire parted them both asunder. And Elijah went up, a whirlwind went into heaven. And Elijah saw and c- he cried out, my father, my father, the chariot of Israel, and the horsemen thereof. And he saw him no more and he took hold of his own clothes and rent them in two places. He took up also the mantle of Elijah that fell onto him and went back and stood by the bank of Jordan. He took the mantle of Elijah that fell from him, smote the waters and said, where is the Lord God of Elijah? And when he also had smitten the waters, they parted. And Elijah went over. When the sons of the prophet, which were to view at Jericho, saw him, they said, the spirit of Elijah does rest on Elisha. They came to meet him and bowed themselves to the ground before him. God, we thank you for your miracles, God. We know if you can part the seas, Heavenly Father, you create this earth, Heavenly Father, then we know, Heavenly Father, that you, God, can do new things that the enemy cannot stop. that is our focus of tonight's prayer, new things that the enemy cannot stop. God, we come before you today to fellowship with you, God. We ask you, Heavenly Father, to hear our prayers. We come to make our requests and needs known unto you, God. God, we know that our prayers cannot be hindered nor delayed because we are children of God. We're born of the Spirit, redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ, and we walk in authority, the authority that is secured in Luke 9.1. God, as we come to pray today and to fellowship with you, Heavenly Father, we cover ourselves in the blood of Jesus Christ and we put on the whole armor of God. We walk by faith. We hereby come against every demon spirit, Prince of Persia, who wants to hinder prayers. We arrest that demon spirit by the power of the blood of Jesus Christ and we call attention to our prayers. We bind and cast every demon spirit to the pit of hell that tries to Hinder our prayers. We come against principalities and powers that wrestle with us in our prayers. We arrest them today by the power in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind and cast them into the pit of hell. We come against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. We arrest those demons in the name of Jesus by the power in the name of Jesus. We bind them up. We cast them down into the pit of hell. We come against the demon spirit of weakness and weariness. We come against that demon spirit of distraction, that distraction demon. We bind it. We rebuke it, send it to the pill of hell, that wandering demon. We bind it up. We arrest it today by the power in the name of Jesus Christ, and we cast it out of our lives. Today we receive the anointing to pray and get results. Our prayers cannot be hindered nor delayed. Because Jesus is our Lord. We will pray today and get the desired results. God, we ask you to give us the perseverance and the endurance, Lord, because we know the desired results are on its way, but it's your timing, Lord. So we ask you, God, to give us the endurance to wait on you, Lord. Give us the wherewithal to make it through. Heavenly Father, God, we thank you for being. We thank you, God, for being our God, our friend, and our Father. Oh, God, our Father, we thank you for the privilege of prayer. We thank you, Lord, for the privilege to know you and the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Oh, God, our Father, thank you for always being there for us and with us. Oh, God, our Father, thank you for the great and mighty things that you have done and that you are doing in each one of our lives. Oh, God, our Father, thank you for your provision and protection over each and every one of us and our bloodline, particularly our children, our children's children, our nieces, our nephews. God, we thank you for that provision and protection. Oh, God, our Father, we please the blood of Jesus, particularly on our children and on our, our bloodlines, Lord, that you cover them. Oh, God, our Father, thank you for always answering prayers, our prayers. We confess before you today, we ask you to forgive us on the basis of grace and mercy in the name of Jesus Christ. Wash us clean today, oh God, by the blood of Jesus Christ. We cover ourselves and our bloodlines with the blood of Jesus Christ, our children, our nephews, our nieces, covered We plead the blood of Jesus over each and every one of them. Our prayers today will not go in vain. Our prayers will produce the desired results in the name of Jesus, God. God, we receive the power and anointing to mount up with wings as eagles, just like the scriptures that I read. Any power anywhere that wants to stop us this month in particular, be destroyed by fire, by the fire of God in the name of Jesus. Any power that wants to stand in our way this month, be destroyed by fire. Any power that wants to hinder our miracles promised by you, dear God. Let it be destroyed, be destroyed, be destroyed. Today we receive the anointing. Today we receive double portion of success. Today we receive double portion of breakthroughs. Today we receive good health. We receive double portion of shielding, shielding from electronic torture, radiation weapons, every plan, invisible weapons. We bind them and we rebuke them. We bind up the demon secrecy demon that comes with these weapons. Oh God, our Father, new things that the enemy cannot stop, let them begin to manifest in our lives. Oh God, our Father, new things that the enemy cannot stop, let them begin to manifest in our homes. Oh God, our Father, new things that the enemy cannot stop stop, let them begin to manifest in our finances. Oh God, our Father, new things the enemy cannot stop. Let them begin to manifest in the lives of our spouses and our future spouses. Oh God, our Father, new things that the enemy cannot stop. Let them begin to manifest in the lives of our children. Oh God, our Father, new things that the enemy cannot stop. Let them begin to manifest in our businesses. Heavenly Father, new things, the enemy must stop. Let them manifest in our ministry, in our spiritual lives, Heavenly Father. Oh, God, my Father, do today that will put our enemies to shame. God, we ask you for breakthrough. God, we ask you. God, we bind up that secrecy curse. God, we bind up the the retarding of public protection offices. God, we bind up every ear that does not want to address directed energy weapons. That demon spirit that would let people suffer in silence. person in a position of authority that does not do the job that they have accepted the the duties to do to, to safeguard people. Oh, God, our Father, do something new in our lives today that will make us forget our painful past. Oh, God, our Father, do something new in our lives today that will make us forget any sorrow we have. Oh, God, our Father, do something new in our lives today that will fill our mouth with laughter and joy. Miracles that the enemy cannot stop. Father, God, do it in our lives today. Breakthroughs that the enemy cannot stop, God we're calling on you to do it in our lives today. Undeniable success that the enemy cannot stop, we receive it today. Uncommon blessings, uncommon open heaven that the enemy cannot stop, we receive it today. Unusual progress that the enemy cannot stop, we receive it today. Uncommon health and recovery, that the enemy cannot stop, we receive it today. Uncommon increase, uncommon breakthrough, financial freedom, double promotion, that the enemy cannot stop, we receive each one of those today. God's spiritual blessings, that the enemy cannot stop, we receive it today, financial blessings, material blessings to advance the kingdom of God, We decree and declare that the enemy will not stop it and we receive those blessings today. Uncommon favor that the enemy cannot stop, we receive it today. Divine connection, divine arrangement, divine turnaround, divine provisions that the enemy cannot stop. We receive each of those today. Greater achievement that the enemy cannot stop, we receive it today. Divine healing, That the enemy cannot stop. We receive it today. Divine healing that the enemy. Divine, excuse me. Divine restoration that the enemy cannot stop. Uncommon. We receive it today. Uncommon harvest. Uncommon harvest that the enemy cannot stop. We receive it today. Divine helpers. Divine opportunity. Spirit of excellence. Miracles that will silence those that want to mock us. Do it today in our lives, Lord. We receive your blessings. We receive the spirit of excellence. We receive, Heavenly Father, divine opportunities, divine helpers, your angels around us to guide us and direct us. We receive it today. Uncommon harvests. we receive it today. Divine restoration, divine healing, we receive it today, Lord transformation that will silence those that are laughing at us do it in our lives today God great success that will cover that will covert ridicule that will change ridicule to miracles do it today in our lives Lord we know it beyond any doubt that we will testify before the end of this month that the miracles that God has for us, has manifested, miracles that will make us sing a new song. Do it in our lives today. Do it in our lives today, Lord, and we thank you, God, for new things that the enemy cannot stop. We thank you, Lord, for the uncommon open heaven, the undeniable success, the breakthroughs, the miracles. God, our Father, do it in our lives today. Oh, God, our Father, new things the enemy cannot stop. Let them continue to manifest. Let them manifest. Let them show. Let them punch the devil in the eye. Lord, we thank you for this prayer. We decree and declare that this prayer shall manifest, that we will see undeniable success, uncommon blessings. That any power anywhere that wants to stop us this month, it shall be destroyed in the name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus we stand on. Oh, God, our Father, new things that the enemy cannot stop, they will manifest in our ministry, in our spiritual lives, in our homes, in our families. God, we thank you for this prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, and amen. Exodus. We are looking at the book of Exodus, and uh, we're looking at the... right. Um, uh, right, let's go over. Uh, Exodus was written again by Moses. Uh, the famous stories, Moses at the Burning Bush. We read about that, about the bush that would not stop burning and how uh, Moses uh, consulted with God at that bush. We learned about Moses parting the Red Sea, and he rescued his people, and then the water, uh, they turned water to dry land. And these are all stories in the book of Exodus, and now we're going to look at the Ten Commandments. The most famous verse in Exodus is, you shall have no other gods before me. We are to remember that in Exodus, chapter 3 covers the story of the burning bush and Moses' call. That's when Moses got his calling. And that was one of the first miracles. Uh, Chapter 7 to 12 cover the 10 plagues of Egypt which we'll be looking at today. And that includes the Passover, established with the 10th plague that called for the death of the oldest child of both man and beast. We'll look at chapter 13, which begins the Exodus. And then uh, the book of Exodus has chapter 20, it contains the 10 commandments. So on next Friday night, we'll be doing the 10 commandments. All of the stories are basically cover, uh, uh, over. The, uh, covered, excuse me. The stories are basically over for the remaining twenty chapters, except that chapter thirty-two contains the story of the golden calf. The other chapters contain laws and instructions for the constructing of the first tabernacle, and a tabernacle was like a temple <clears throat> in those days. And um, those are the rest of the stories. Uh, we're going to take a look at the ten plagues of Egypt as our Exodus Bible knowledge review. And um, the ten plagues of Egypt. Anybody knows anything about the ten plagues of Egypt? Anybody? Okay. Well, then we'll learn together. The ten plagues of Egypt. Miriam? Yes. Hello? Yes.
0: My daughter my daughter texts me, they say she have a UTI and they'd to have to talk to her. I don't believe she have that, you know? Because they did a test earlier and it said it was negative. I hope they they don't want to keep her in, and then you know they're gonna start me, up a whole bunch who, of stuff.
1: Who's with her? Who's with her in there? Who's she with,
0: with her? a friend. She was a doing, friend. I went, I went, back to visit my mom, hmm? and she went. She said that she get she feel pain at her um, kidney. I don't know. She she say that I don't know that. Put it in her head or what?
1: Oh, so she didn't even tell you? She didn't tell you she was going
0: there? Yeah, she told me she was going, yeah. and I begged her not to go, but she said she in a lot of pain and she wants to go. But um, I, I, I feel this is directed energy weapon. It's been, you know, all day going on in our house. So um, I hope they're not, you know, saying she have that and she don't have it, and then they're gonna do coercing to her, you know.
1: Keep her Let's pray let's pray that um it is a UTI and um, they will give her the appropriate uh, medication that will clear that up. But it should not have been hurting yeah. it should not have been hurting her kidney. So I mean I, I you know, we yes. just got, I hope God, you know. Right. You know, God can do miracles and he's done it for your son. So it can happen for her. So in the name of Jesus, we just yeah. ask you to guide and direct a doctor over that situation, Heavenly Father. Let her get the appropriate medicine since she's already in there, Lord, to just break up this UTI if one exists. Or whatever, whatever pain there is, God, let please, dear God, remove it. Let her be led to what to do, Heavenly Father. Don't let them use her as an experiment. Don't let them harm or hurt her or cause her pain in the name of Jesus. God, we ask you for divine healing. God, we ask you for divine intervention. God, we know they are good doctors out here. Every one of them is not bad. We come against any demon doctor that's trying to usurp authority. And we ask you, God, to send... Your godly, angelic angel over her a doctor that can help her and remove that pain. God, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: And let her come home, Father, and
1: get treatment to come home. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Yes. Um, She's not coming home tonight? She going to stay there? I don't know. If she said she
0: waited on the doctor. I hope they're not going to say, oh, you have a, a UTI, and they want to keep you in for that know, I told her not to stay and ask for medication. And if it get worse, she can go back, you know? They should give her a medication. This is the, the pattern going on. They're keeping us in for any little thing, my whole
1: family. And then they come out to something different, you know? Well, we're going to pray so. that she come home tonight. And, um, uh, you know, she'll be home shortly. She'll probably text you. She have a test.
0: She has tests, the finals for college tomorrow, you know. But it's college finals started from tomorrow for a week.
1: So, um, so she goes
0: to ask that for her to feel better and the pain to go away with medication and, you know, let her be home and take her medication and do her. And get, especially.
1: Study for those exams, yes. Yes. Mm. Okay. All right, we're looking at the book of Exodus. Uh, This is not, um, I'm sorry for what you're going through. This is not a good story for you, but it's a a Bible story or so, and it's part of the book of Exodus. So we'll just go through it uh, briefly. The 10 plagues of Egypt described in the Bible book of Exodus were 10 disasters that were brought on Egypt. That They say God brought on Egypt when Pharaoh refused to let the Israelite nation leave. The Israelites had been slaves in Egypt for 400 years until God sent Moses to deliver His chosen people. Pharaoh's heart and mind was were was so determined to keep the Israelite people in bondage that the Egyptians suffered great tragedy. Read about the ten plagues and how the God of Israel demonstrated His power with each. So God was basically unhappy with um the Israelites being slaves in Egypt for 400 years and um, he sent Moses to deliver them and um, they were still determined to keep the Israelite people in bondage so it says that their 10 plagues erupted Um, anybody know what the 10 plagues were? All right, they were blood frogs light Lice or gnats, flies, livestock, boils, hail, locusts, darkness, and the death of the firstborn. Wow. Mm. Those are serious plagues. All right. All right. Mm. Jehovah brought uh, some plagues in Egypt. All right. We, um, Jehovah caused frogs to come out of the Nile River. Mm. No wonder I don't like frogs. I just, ooh, frogs just, uh. so he caused um, frogs to come out the Nile River. They were everywhere in the oven, in the baking pans, in people's beds, everywhere. When the frogs died, the Egyptians piled them up in great heaps, and the land stank smelled bad with them. Then Aaron hit the ground with his stick and the dust turned into gnats. These are small flying bugs that bite. The gnats were the third plague on the land of Egypt. So we have frogs. What was before the frogs? You can see Aaron hitting the Nile River with his stick. When he did the water in the river, turned to blood. Alright, so Aaron hit. put his... Uh, his stick down, so they turned to the water, turned to blood. Then, after the water turned to blood, blood the frogs came out the, of the river. After that, Aaron hit his stick, and all the dead uh, frogs that were smelling up the land, uh, Aaron hit his stick, and they turned into gnats, which is flying bugs that bite. The gnats were the third plague. So, we have the blood, the frogs, the gnats. The rest of the plagues hurt only the Egyptians, not the Israelites. Wow, that's amazing. The fourth was a plague of big flies that swam, swarmed into the houses of all the Egyptians. The fifth plague, so the fourth plague was big flies. The fifth plague was on the animals. Many of the cattle and sheep and goats of the Egyptians died. Next, Moses and Aaron took some ashes and threw them into the air. They caused bad sores on the people and the animals. This was the sixth plague. wow. After that, Moses raised his hand towards the sky and Jehovah sent thunder and hail. It was the worst hailstorm that Egypt ever had. Wow. The eighth plague was a large swarm of locusts. Never before that time or since have there ever been so many locusts. They ate everything that the hail had not destroyed. Wow. The ninth plague was of darkness. For three days, thick darkness covered the land. But the Israelites had light where they were living. Finally, God told his people to sprinkle the blood of a young goat or a young sheep on their doorposts. Then God's angel passed over Egypt. When the angel saw the blood, he did not kill anyone in that house. But in all the houses where there was no blood on the doorposts, God's angels killed the firstborn, ones of both man and animals. This was the 10th plague. After this last plague, Pharaoh told the Israelites to leave. God's people were all ready to go, and that very night they started their march out of Egypt. And that's Exodus 7 to 12. Amazing. Let's see some study questions. God begins to make things. Okay. Page, yeah. Okay, Joseph. Da, 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 da. Let's see if i Joseph. Um I don't know what happened. One of these pages came up. Let's see. Let's take another look on on the um plague. Ten Plagues of Egypt. Uh, Ten Plagues of Egypt. Look at that. What do the Ten Plagues of Egypt represent? Ten Egyptian plagues means completely plagued just as the Ten Commandments become symbolic of the fullness of the moral law of God The 10 ancient plagues of Egypt represents the fullness of God's expression of justice and judgment upon those who refuse to repent. Mm. How long did the 10 plagues of Egypt take? It took a total of 20 weeks, about four to five months for all 10 plagues. Let me look at what were. Which Pharaoh enslaved the Hebrew. The Bible confirms that the Israelites were to build supply cities, pick them and remiss, remissage for Pharaoh. Egyptian records confirm that the kings of the 19th dynasty launched a major military program in the Levant. Hmm. 10 plagues of Egypt let's take a look and that's considered the story of passover right because one of the plagues is when they put the the blood on the por- uh, the blood on the doorposts when Pharaoh continued to refuse to liberate the children of Israel, Moses and Aaron warned him that God would punish both him and his people. So it was about the slavery. He wouldn't let the, the uh, people free. First, the waters of the land were to be turned, were turned into blood. Moses walked down with Aaron to the river. There, Aaron raised his staff and the water and converted them into streams of blood. All the people of Egypt and the king himself behind this miracle, they saw the fish die as the blood flowed over the land. And they turned with disgust from the offensive smell of the sacred river. It was impossible for them to drink of the water of the Nile, far famed for its delicious taste and they were forced to dig deep into the ground for water. Unfortunately for the Egyptians, not only the floods of the Nile, but all the waters of Egypt, wherever they were, it turned to blood. The fish died in the rivers and lakes, and for a whole week, man and beast suffered horrible thirst. Yet Pharaoh did not give in. After due warning, the second plague came to Egypt. Aaron stretched his hand out over the waters of Egypt, and frogs swam, swarmed forth. They covered every inch of land and the houses and bedrooms. Mm. Wherever an Egyptian turned, whatever he touched, he found there the slimy bodies of frogs, the croaking of which filled the air. Now Pharaoh became frightened, and he asked Moses and Aaron to pray to God to remove the nuisance, promising that he would liberate the Jewish people at once. But as soon as the frogs had disappeared, he broke his promise, and he refused to let the children of Israel go. So a lot of this was the uh, Pharaoh. Then God ordered Aaron to smite the dust of the earth with his staff. And no sooner did did he do so than all over Egypt, bugs crawled forth from the dust to cover the land. Men and beasts suffered untold misery from this terrible plague. Although his counselors pointed out that this surely was divine punishment, Pharaoh steeled his heart and he remained relentless in his determination to keep the children of Israel in bondage. The fourth plague to harass the Egyptians consisted of hordes of wild animals roving all over the country and destroying everything in their path. Only the province of Goshen where the children of Israel dwelt was immune from this as well as from the other plagues. Again, Pharaoh promised faithfully to let the Jews go out into the desert on the condition that they would not go too far. Moses prayed to God and the wild animals disappeared. But as soon as they had gone, Pharaoh withdrew his promise and refused Moses' demand. Then God sent a fatal pestilence that killed most of the domestic animals of the Egyptians. How the people must have grieved when they saw their horses, the bride of Egypt, perish. When all the cattle of the fields were stricken at the word of Moses and when the animals upon which they looked as gods, they died smitten by the plague. They had moreover the mortification of seeing the beast of the Israelites entirely unhurt. Mm. Yet Pharaoh still hardened his heart and would not let the Israelites go. Then followed the sixth plague, which was so painful and so loathsome that it must have struck the people of Egypt with horror and agony. God commanded Moses to take soot from the furnace and to sprinkle it towards heaven. And as Moses did so, boils burst forth me- upon man and beasts throughout the land of Egypt. Now Moses announced to the king that a hailstorm of unprecedented violence was to sweep the land. No living thing, no tree, no herb was to escape its fury unhurt. Safety was to be found only in the shelter of the houses. Those, therefore, who believed and were afraid might stay in their homes and drive their cattle into the sheds. Some of the Egyptians took the council to heart, but the reckless and stubborn left their cattle with their servants in the fields. When Moses stretched forth his staff, the hail poured down with violence, deafening thunder rolled over the earth and lightning rent the heavens and rain like fire along the ground. The hail did its work of destruction. Man and beast who were exposed to its rage died on the spot. The herbs were scattered to the wind and the trees lay shattered on the ground but the land of Goshen unt- was untouched by the ravages of the storm it bloomed like a garden amidst the general devastation then Pharaoh sent for Moses and acknowledged his sins the lord is righteous he said and i and my people are wicked entreat the lord for it is already too much that here that there should be no more thundering and hail and i will let you go and you shall stay no longer Moses replied, when I am gone out of the city, I shall spread out my hands to the Lord. The thunder will cease and neither will there be any more hail, that you may know that the earth is the Lord's. And it happened as Moses had stated, the storm ceased, but Pharaoh's heart remained hardened. The next time Moses and Aaron came before Pharaoh, he appeared somewhat relenting and asked them who was to participate in the, worship of the, in the worship the Israelites wanted to hold in the desert. When they told him that everyone without exception, young and old, women and animals were to go, Pharaoh suggested that only the men should go and that the women and children as well as all their possessions should remain in Egypt. Moses and Aaron could not accept this offer, and Pharaoh became angry and ordered them to leave his palace. Before leaving, Moses warned him of a new and untold suffering. But Pharaoh remained adamant, even though his advisors counseled against further resistance. As soon as Moses left the palace, he raised his arms towards heaven. And the east wind brought swarms of locusts into Egypt, covering the sun and devouring everything green that had escaped the hail in previous plagues. Never in the history of mankind had there been such a devastating plague of locusts as this one. It brought complete ruin upon Egypt, which had already been thoroughly ravaged by the previous catastrophes. Again, Pharaoh sent for Moses and Aaron, and he implored them to pray to God to stop this plague. Moses complied, and God sent a strong west wind that drove the locusts into the sea. When relief came, Pharaoh's obstinacy returned to him, and he refused to liberate the people of Israel. Then followed the ninth plague. For several days, all of Egypt was enveloped in a thick and in penetratable veil of darkness which extinguished all lights kindled. The Egyptians were gripped with fear and remained glued to their places wherever they stood or sat. Only in Goshen where the children of Israel dwelt, there was light. But not all of the Jews were saved from this plague. There were a few who wanted to be regarded as Egyptians rather than as members of the Hebrew race and who tried, therefore, Excuse me, who tried, therefore, to imitate the Egyptians in everything, or as we call it, to assimilate themselves. They did not want to leave Egypt. These people died during the days of darkness. Again, Pharaoh tried to bargain with Moses and Aaron, bidding them depart with all their people, leaving only their flocks and herds behind as a pledge pledge. Moses and Aaron informed him, however, that they would accept nothing less than complete freedom for the men, women, and children, and that they were to take all their belongings with them. Now Pharaoh became angry and ordered Moses and Aaron to leave and never to return. He warned them that if they were to come before him again, they would die. Moses replied, that it would not be necessary for them to see Pharaoh, for God would send one more plague over Egypt, after which Pharaoh would give his unconditional permission to the children of Israel to leave Egypt. Exactly at midnight, Moses con- con- continued, God would pass over Egypt and smite all firstborn man and be... What was that? Of the children of Israel, however, nobody was to die. A bitter cry would sweep Egypt, and all the Egyptians would be gripped with terror, lest they all die. Then Pharaoh himself would come to seek out the leaders of the Hebrew and beg them to leave Egypt without delay. With these words, Moses and Aaron left Pharaoh, who was seething with rage. Okay. The ten plagues of Egypt. That is the story, and um, that Pharaoh was a, a, a very mean Pharaoh. Um, comments? Oh, no comments? Wow. All right, let's. Um, that was the ten plagues. I will quickly take a look at the story of Passover. Um, Let me see. That exodus, where is this taken from? The 10 plagues. All right, the story of Passover has its beginnings in the days of Abraham when God promised Abraham. Was this the same one? The first of it. Divine and divine uh, difference to small family. No, that's a different one. That's, that's different. All right. Um I'll do uh, the the 10 plagues of Israel. I wanna do a little quiz. And um, any questions? It's just too quiet. Pastor Ben, are you here?
2: Yes, I'm listening.
1: Any questions? Any clarifications? Did I miss any important parts?
2: Pharaoh um, wanted to know whom God is and God fooled himself Pharaoh because of pride uh, did, uh, did not want to obey God when uh, Moses was giving him uh, each plague, he kept on they were he, he would let them go and at the end of the day, well, the Bible says his heart was hardened um, because uh, when the heart was hardened, it was hardened for destruction. And when, uh, we need to learn from that that uh, obedience is very important and pride. And because of pride being the king, it does well there is no other God. That he will obey, that he has authority, and as a result, no one else but God proved to him that well, he is a creator of heaven and earth, and he has a final say. Eh? And uh, when the last what? plague,
1: did did Pharaoh learn?
2: No, he didn't learn. Or. A land at last, but it was too late. When he followed uh, the Israelites, even to the Red Sea, God performed wonders through Moses to divide the Red Sea. And uh, Israelites walked on the dry land in the midst of the sea. And Pharaoh too wanted to participate in the supernatural, express way that God made for Israelites. And sometimes the enemy may want to say, Oh, let me enjoy the, the same miracle that God has given to his children. But at that point, and God said, Oh, you, you, you're trying to see the God. And now I made the uh, rest to part. And you now want to participate. And God says, yes, this is my face. And uh, he wanted to turn back. And God said, well, it's too late. And sometimes uh, if we don't uh, repent or turn away by disobeying God, uh, it may be too late at the point. Yeah, this the is the lesson that... He learned, and he landed too late, and he could not do anything. And he was uh, drowned, he sank in his own Red Sea. And even uh, God told Moses to, when they got to the other side of the sea, said they should stretch forth his rod. And um, the sea uh, came together and swept Pharaoh and his men. Yeah, we learn something from there that yeah, pride will lead to destruction, and mm. disobedience has a consequences. When God said do this, or yeah, and you just want to delay, delay in obedience is disobedience, and so we need to learn from that.
1: Wow. Yeah. Mm. Okay. All right. Um, I have a little quiz here. Wahida, Pastor Ben, and Ann, if you can hear us, let's 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 do the quiz together. Moses and Aaron approach the Pharaoh pleading for the release of the Israelites. The Egyptian king shakes his head and the first plague occurs. The water of Egypt turns into something rather unusual. What is it? That was the first plague. Exodus 7.20. Nobody remembers? I just read it. The first plague was blood. Once Moses struck his walking stick into the waters of Egypt, all the water turned into blood. Blood was the first plague. All right, number two, the Pharaoh, humbled by what had happened previously, he agreed to let the Israelites go free, but he ends up changing his mind. What was the second plague that came to Egypt? Was it blood, frogs? They don't give multiple choice here. Blood, frogs, lice, or serpents? Wahid, are you here? Pastor Ben? Yeah, I'm here. Give me well, an answer. This, after, the, um, after the blood, Pastor Ben? I guess I, it would be better. They didn't give multiple choice here, so I'll just read it. The Pharaoh humbled by what had happened previously. He agreed to let the Israelites go free, but he ends up changing his mind. What is the second plague that comes to, uh, to Egypt? It was frogs. Egypt got a visit from some green, slimy, amphibian creatures, Exodus 8, 6. Okay, the Pharaoh decided to let the Israelites go, but then he refused to do so again. The Lord then sends down the third plague. What was the third plague? The third plague, anybody? The third plague was lice. Exodus 8:17, and this was before they had rid li- they had uh, right before they had the rid lice medication. Some translations describe this insect plague as gnats instead of lice. Uh, well, after the three plagues, one would think Pharaoh had enough. He was still not going to let his slaves off the hook just yet. What was the fourth plague? It was flies, Exodus 8.24. Too bad fly swatters weren't invented. It appears that Pharaoh has a bit of stubborn streak. So after four plagues, he see, it seemed that the Israelites were going to stay put. Still a, filth, fifth, a fifth plague came unto Egypt, and that was the livestock disease, Exodus 9.6. And this was way before they had the mad cow disease. That was um, they had they did the livestock. Pharaoh was now trying the patience of Mo- Moses and Aaron, who were quite frankly sick of Pharaoh and the previous five plagues. Still, after relenting and changing his mind, the sixth plague comes to Egypt. What is it? The sixth plague were the boils. Exodus nine ten says it was boils. Okay, the situation's very tense. Moses and Aaron are probably sick and tired of going into Pharaoh's palace time in and time again. And to get him to set the Israelites free, still the Pharaoh won't let them free. What plagued Egypt for the seventh time? And it was hail. That is in Exodus 9.23. The last plague seemed like a doozy. Well, trying to talk to the Pharaoh about setting his slaves free was talking to a brick wall. The Lord Moses, the Lord Moses, Aaron, and the Israelites are all fed up, which brings us an important issue, which was the eighth plague, and that was Locust. Exodus ten thirteen. After eight plague, it seems that the little light in Pharaoh's head might click, but apparently it didn't. So what plagued Egypt for the ninth time? And it was darkness, Exodus 10, 22. Well, those were the nine plagues that really wore out Egypt. One would think that Pharaoh would relent and set the Israelites free after nine disasters and much imploring for Moses. Well, that didn't. That didn't work with Pharaoh, which brings us to the last question. What was the 10th plague? And the 10th plague was the death of the firstborn. In Exodus 12:29, the firstborn are spared only if lamb's blood was painted on the doorway frame of one's house. Thus, the angel of death would pass over. Thus, the start of the Jewish holiday of Passover, Pharaoh's firstborn son died during this plague and only then did he agree to free the Israelites. While the Israelites were leaving Egypt, this Pharaoh guy decides to change his mind again and proceeds to pursue his recently freed slaves. Instead of listening to the rather stubborn Egyptian king Moses and the Israelites make a break for it by crossing the Red Sea, conveniently parted by the Lord. They succeeded in crossing the sea while Pharaoh and his men got swallowed up by the water as it closed in on them. The Israelites proceed to wander for 40 years until they reach the promised land. Um, that's the book of Exodus. So, yeah, that's how they ended up. At the um, promised land, they had been through so much, the 10 plagues, but God covered them each time. That was the beauty. And um, I just, I, I, you know, I wonder why God didn't just get rid of the Pharaoh. But, um, okay. Any questions? All right, we're going to close out here. God, we thank you for the reading. We thank you for that awesome prayer, Heavenly Father, uh, because we know that you are the God of new things, Heavenly Father, that that when God says yes, no one else can say no. We thank you, Heavenly Father. We thank you for this book of Exodus, a review. We thank you, God, for looking at the miracles, looking at how you protected your people back in history. You did it in the past, God. I know you can do it in the present. We thank you, God, that that deaf demon can be sent to the pit of hell, Heavenly Father, by putting blood on the doorpost, by listening to you, Heavenly Father, by obeying your word and your instructions. God, we give you the praise and the glory. We thank you, God, for the privilege of prayer. We thank you, God, for the privilege of reading about our historical stories, Bible stories. God, we ask you to give us the knowledge that we need to make right decisions, Heavenly Father, for a productive and prosperous, uh, healthy life to be able to advance the kingdom of God. God, we thank you in advance for healing for my uh, sister Wahida's daughter. We thank you in advance, Lord, for healing for Anne. Lord, we miss her prayers. Bring her, bring her back, Lord. And each and every, I ask you, Lord, to bless my sister Sandy. I haven't heard from her, Claire. I ask you, Lord, to watch over her, guide her wherever she is. Please, dear God, let her be safe. Let me hear for, Let us hear from her soon, Heavenly Father. We ask you, Lord, to bless Simrod, who's not here tonight. Bless him in, in, in whatever he's doing, Lord. Let it be to advance your kingdom, Heavenly Father. Bless Pastor Ben, his wife. Keep them, Lord. We decree and declare that they will have the church that God has for them, and that souls will be saved and miracles will be done. God, we decree and declare, we ask you, God, to open up the windows of heaven Let Pastor Ben's full church. Be restored in the name of Jesus, Heavenly Father. God, we ask you all of these things. We ask you to cover us this week, direct our path, lead us where we're going. We come against any plot to the enemy. We decree and declare plotted uh, uh, deaths, untimely death, uh, accidents. Whatever plan of Satan, we send it back to the pit of hell. We ask God to send your warrior angels to not let one of his plans come into place. God, we praise your holy name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Amen. And um 18- plus.